0: Hi, I'm Dr. Drew and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. Uh, Don't forget to uh, we'll keep calling us at eight one eight two five three one six nine three. We appreciate those voice messages as well as the emails at DRDRW after dark dr dark at gmail dot com for your emails that we'll get to shortly, and also uh, dr after dark merch at merchmethod.com slash tom And uh, <laughs> I had a conversation at the breakfast table this morning where um, my wife was saying, "Can you get some different merch? We have, we have to. always just sell the prolapse arena stuff." I'm like. Like I agree so, but you'll notice it's merch.com, merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. So thus the unusual uh, material on my, on my t-shirts my privilege to welcome today, Kelsey Cook. Kelsey, welcome.
1: Hi, thanks for having you me. You bet. Where can
0: we find you? Give <laughs> us your plugs.
1: So uh, you can find me at KelseyCook.com for all tour dates. That's with a K,
0: K-E-L-S-E-Y. Yeah, yep.
1: C-O-K. Uh, my uh, podcast is Self-Helpless Podcast. It's myself, Taylor Tomlinson, and Delaney Fisher. It's like three type A comedians who go into a different self-help topic every week and decide if we think it works or if it's bullshit. Uh, what and
0: percentage actually works?
1: Mm, we've been surprised actually over the, we've done it for a couple of years now and there are definitely a handful of things that have really resonated with us. And, but then there's a lot, there's a lot of horseshit out there's there. There's a
0: lot too. of horseshit because it, it's still the self-help. Is it like books you evaluate or websites it's or bo-
1: it's, I mean, we just had like a Reiki master on, oh, well, you know, like energy healing yeah, if yeah. that, you know, the crystal woo woo shit, if that's real or if it's not, um, we want to do one on acupuncture soon, but we also do a lot of like anxiety, depression, OCD, uh cleanses like you know <laughs> but we're not coming out we're not
0: here's here's my here here's what i'd like you to do with the cleanses is uh <laughs> just because they're always cleansing toxins uh-huh. so i'd like you to take a piece of blank piece of paper okay. and a pen and slide it over to the person and go just write the chemical formula of one of these toxins just the chemical formula.
1: That's oh, all. Oh, Just one of them. And then You're giving me all sort of PTSD if, if from high school chemistry. <laughs> like, I don't if want they to do can that.
0: come up with a formula, then the stoichiometry of how it's removed oh. exactly. What's oh. that chemistry? Of course, they don't know shit. It's, it's all BS. <laughs> There's no such thing as a toxin. You, right. They can't even tell you what the chemistry is of it. You, forget the biochemistry right. and the physiology and the very complex oh. you know mechanisms that are required to pull something out of the body what is that something what is it's doing yeah. how is it doing its bad thing and just write the chemical goddamn formula down <laughs> of the of whatever it is and they'll usually write something like well mercury or whatever mercury formula right. is. you know it's like mm, uh-uh. no, no
1: no you, so you do think like the beyonce famous cleanse that that's all bullshit where it's water you, lemon juice honey cayenne yeah. pepper
0: yeah, that's, you just shit that's blood? Just, that, no, like, I'm a
1: little skinnier, shit blood, I guess. But you're not
0: eating, so you <laughs> right. feel lighter afterwards. And, <laughs> right. and by the way, you take a coffee enema or something with a high solute burden, you pull fluid out of your body, I feel better afterwards. Yes, yeah. Okay, take a Lasix, take a diuretic, it's the exact same thing. Wow. So, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, there are there's, there's a lot of stuff, people feel better, I don't want to take things away from people if they, if that's they, right. how they feel. But there's a, you know, stand in front of a bookstore and there's, you know, sections dedicated to self-help for the last 40 years and right. you would think we'd have some improvement in our mental health if that were the case no i'd no. say exactly the opposite no. exactly the opposite has happened so i just say evidence suggests that self-help hasn't really helped very much
1: it's a huge multi-billion yeah. dollar industry well, that's why we're so interested in it because it's like it keeps on growing like you said that yep. means that not everything is really getting permanently fixed
0: shocking like,
1: shocking yeah. shocker uh, but We do like the idea of like, okay, well maybe we can take one thing from this book that resonates with us and can make us feel a little bit better. But, um, you know, we're not... Just
0: read Hegel. (laughs) <laughs> just read philosophy you'll get much more out of it trust me it's much more challenging It's better for your brain
1: My yeah, God. yeah uh
0: but but the, the 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 whole self-helping has morphed into this uh, motivational world do you guys get into that too oh
1: yeah yeah we did uh we did an episode on tony robbins and, and the tony robbins pe- documentary and people
0: make all kinds of claims about how he helps them and stuff and but then I but yeah. and I, and I'm certain it feels like it helps them, but it, does it sustainably help? That's my always my question. Agreed. Yes, yeah. you walk out of there where you have all this intention. In six months, where are you? Are things right. really, are things really different.
1: It's a lot of band aids. I think mm. a lot of temporary fixes where it's like, okay, this feels good now, but um,
0: feeling you know, good is not necessarily improved mental health. By the way, I, well, Yeah, I mean,
1: coke feels good for a lot of people. Thank That's you. Not,
0: Thank you, <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty much lot, pretty but... much everybody.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. unless That's you have
0: true. panic disorder or something. <laughs> That's true. But but it no, it's more that it, it takes work to make real change. Real change kind of kind of hurts. And by the way, if you really change, this is I want you to put this away. Okay. If it, you understand. have That's if right. you have real change, it makes you feel a sense of grief and depression because we we mm. naturally are mm-hmm. wired up in such a way to resist change. Yeah. And the and when we Because it You know who we are As a self Is very much Embedded in who we are As a body And we'll fight against The body getting attacked Right, right. So the self is the same way And when the self changes We feel a sense of loss And grief When we, yeah. when we morph Into somebody else Otherwise you're not Really changing
1: that's so yeah that's fascinating that's very true because you're grieving that past self exactly and a lot of people like to stay in even if it's a
0: it's just it's yourself it's you and you're and you have an attachment to that and it i i did a lot of therapy and i remember at one point i looked at my therapist i said i think i've been depressed for about two years three years i've been so and there's actually theorists that talk call about called the the depressive position which is a very Mm. which is a position of growth when you're okay. just sort of lost, 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 change, 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 yeah. And your body and your brain doesn't like it. That's why you yeah. resist it. Is one of the reasons you resist it.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. So, it's so, very addicting. So, I think.
0: I, so all the people, mm, but you still feel the depression. But, but if it, all the people that come in, just first question is. I want the molecular formula. One. <laughs> Secondly, are you? D- do you get depressed when you're as you're going through these changes?
2: Yeah. If they're
0: not, they're probably not really going through much.
1: Not really digging into no, everything I don't they think could. So. Yeah. Speaking of digging into, <laughs> where,
0: <laughs> where'd you where'd you grow up?
1: So I uh, I grew up in Spokane, Washington. Oh, I
0: was just there. I was just in Idaho, but two weeks where
1: ago. Were you? Oh, Sand no. Hill, oh, Idaho. Yep, that big, mm-hmm. huge,
0: gigantic lake out there. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: Most of the time, when I say Spokane, I think people assume. Seattle or something like no, they no. picture oh yeah no oh, no no no. Spokane <laughs> is it's much closer to Idaho and was at one point the meth capital of America which mm-hmm. I think you would appreciate uh, lovely. with your background yeah. yes um so uh kind of an interesting place to grow up for well,
0: sure well Spokane Spokane think more Montana that is Definitely. really because because even when people think Idaho they think southern Idaho uh-huh. think Montana that's really yeah. more the way Spokane and by the way go 20 minutes west and think mojave desert which is weird yes. right it's oh yeah
2: western... yeah, yeah. western field, yeah, just
0: it's
1: it's flat. a lot of nothing yeah but
0: so beautiful mm-hmm. it's green yes it looks like it got fr- i had this distinctive feeling about it and i only drove past it this time but i stayed there when i spoke at gonzaga university oh yeah, yeah. yeah. did you go there did you go there? i
1: went to washington state university so, which one wsu so in pullman
0: the the pullman one yeah, yeah 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 Washington, the real Wash the Cougars the Cougars yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah. I spoke at eastern Washington state I think which is right outside yeah, of there that's, right?
1: that's 10 minutes from yeah. where I grew right. I grew up in Cheney yeah
0: right that's the first time I went to Spokane and and so I've been there a few times and I just thought to myself this f- town is frozen in 1890 maybe 1888 <laughs> like 1880s so yeah because it, where the waterfall is and stuff and the power plant and stuff. Uh-huh. that's all that's all late not even late, like mid to late 19th century. And you, you, as somebody from an outsider, you really feel
1: that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I think that downtown it's growing more and I, I love a lot of parts of Spokane, but there are definitely some, some very rough parts still. Mm. And, um, you know, I talk about like my parents met playing in a professional foosball tournament. Like there's just it's a lot of that kind of white trash stereotypical (laughs) vibe that you would picture. And so that's, I mean, that's why I exist so, is from football. Yeah. So
0: you got a white trash background. I do. Nice. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. My thank wife you. talks about that too. She, <laughs> she loves her white trash heritage. Oh,
1: thank and you there's
0: different that. kinds of white trash, right? There's there's trailer Definitely white trash. There's different there's,
1: brands. Yeah. Different Which brand were you? Well, I mean, I think I'm more of like the Carney brand. Oh,
0: Carney white trash. Yeah. It's a unique subset. Congratulations. Well, special.
1: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think with that crazy the football background that that's. That I I wouldn't exist if it weren't for foosball, which is like so sad and weird. But that's that sort of carny vibe is people who invest their lives into like an arcade game and then continue it throughout. To, their To life. be
0: fair, I would argue that became a very elevated status with uh, video games and things. It's kind mm-hmm. of the, kind of the same group within education. <laughs> So did yeah. your, were your parents educated?
1: You know, they, they are kind of an anomaly in the foosball world. My mom, like, has her master's in French literature. What the fuck? Yeah, but she's from Idaho, and when she was in college, that's when they first put foosball tables into bars. It was right, right around that time. It used to just, just be darts. Called
0: her uh, Racine or <laughs> something? What's, their, what's the yeah. name of her team?
1: <laughs> that is too funny. Mm. Yeah, so she... Um, what
0: kind of French literature?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know the specifics, but that's, what, well. she was my high school French teacher. So, better and better. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's very, but she's like in the Foosball Hall of Fame. She's this fa- She's a very fascinating woman to be so, I think, highly educated, but also she just loved foosball, especially right when it hit the scene. And then she kind of dedicated a huge portion of her life to it.
0: Did you ever ask her what it was that she loved so much about it?
1: She... I think she grew up playing sports, mm-hmm. um, but was never particularly, like wasn't going to go to college for sports or anything like that. But foosball, what's so great is that you don't have to be uh, really, really strong to be what? a great What? To foosball. turn a little lever?
0: <laughs> you don't have to be strong or immobile?
1: I what will say, hell? I mean, some this of these incredible. dudes are, <laughs> I will show you some videos after this and you, I think it'll change your mind. But, they,
0: but the, the other thing, did she play a musical instrument? Because a lot of wrist stuff. A lot of it. wrist stuff. Yeah.
1: A lot of active wrists. Yeah. Um, I think she played piano a little bit. So yeah, there so you go. That mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, so those are the French literature background. Yes. Uh, but you
0: don't know what kind of French literature, even though she was your, no. did she ever talk about favorite books or anything in French?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm sure she tried to kind of push that on Flaubert. me when I was young, but like I, you know, when you're a kid and you're And she's your
0: mom. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. That's your mom and your dad. That's my
1: mom. And my dad is a uh, professional musician. Hmm. So he's a trumpet player for a living. And, Crazy. Uh, yeah.
0: just I just immediately think foosball when I think about trumpet.
1: <laughs> and all right, it's such a direct correlation. It's again, it, it was this weird kind of melting pot of just bizarre, I don't know, hobbies and interests did, that did my parents m- did, did they made
0: do them. it to socialize? Is it kind of, because you're in Spokane, to be fair. And <laughs> yeah. Were they in Spokane?
1: Are at they the from time, Spokane? Yes. I think at the time when they met, they were both in Spokane. Uh, and like the foosball tournaments had become kind of a weekly thing there. And there were foosball tours happening. So, so they would go out and make money. So
0: I'm not, oh, wow, as what?
1: Well, so the tournaments. If you win it, the
0: tours, you get money?
1: The tournaments, it's tournaments? like gambling. I still go play in the tournaments. So I am I also play like competitively. Um, But it's like gambling where you have to pay an entry fee. And then you hope you play well enough in an it's event. It's like a to poker match. yeah, yeah, yeah. Way less cool, but yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm not buying the white trash background. I'm, I'm, I'm buying the white. The foosball
1: doesn't con- convince he, he you. It qualifies
0: white trash? as white trash adjacent. Adjacent. Okay. Yeah. I guess but that's the, fair. That's But fine. all the education and stuff. And I, did you live in any kind of? Um, we storage? didn't live
1: in like squalor or a trailer or anything like that. But we, I mean, I didn't grow up. No, with I but much. Uh,
0: I'm not buying the white trash. You know, trash. Much money. I'm not buying it.
1: It wasn't eight mile. You know, yeah. not Eminem and shit. I'm not claiming to be that. Damn. But <laughs> What if I was really? That would would take this podcast into an interesting place. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The
0: the reason being, I'm imagining that you had adequate supervision.
1: Definitely. And and there Mm -hmm. wasn't
0: domestic violence or domestic abuse.
1: No, no, no. No domestic violence. Uh, My mom would, I mean, sometimes I would have Babysitters on a lot of weekends for her to go play foosball at the bars till 2 so some,
0: a.m. So some neglects. We're getting close to comedy here. There's some neglect. Right. right.
1: But my parents, they did get divorced when I was five. Ah. So that's, I think, where that, you know, any sort of trauma that would breed yeah, a comedian yeah. started.
0: Did you have siblings?
1: I did, yeah. Or I still do. They're still alive, yes. Older uh, younger? Younger. I was the oldest. So my brother is yeah. five years younger than did, me. Oof.
0: He was really young. Really young. Did, did you have to take care of him?
1: No. Um. I mean, that was... The, I we'll say like the better part of the divorce was that my parents were both still very involved. There yeah. was no like, okay, I'm leaving by, I'll see these no kids abandonment. Ma- yeah. No, just abandonment. neglect.
0: Just neglect, Just
1: yeah. like, em- yeah, just like emotional abandonment of oh. feeling that feeling of like, my parents are getting divorced. Uh, and I think my dad married a woman who was the polar opposite of my step or of my mom. So my mom is very, very liberal. I talked about this on the honeydew podcast that, um, when I wanted to lose my virginity to my high school boyfriend, I like, I ar- arranged it with my mom. Like I scheduled it. I was like, Hey, Adam and I want to have sex for the first time on Friday. Can you like go see a movie so we can have the house? She's like, yeah, you know, use protection. Did she,
0: did she give you the protection yeah. and everything? All right. Yeah. yeah. Sign off on that.
1: So it's like, how do you feel about that as parents? You uh, like, well, were you're tw-
0: you're 11. So, <laughs> yeah. so not so I good. I nine. Um, so.
1: No, I was, so. uh, 17. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, most it's, it's. It's interesting in that it's so accepting it's weird or it's uncomfortable. Right. It's like uncomfortable. Right. But if somebody can pull that off, okay. Yeah. As long as, you know, you have to, that's a pretty um, interesting move to make because you have to really be sure that your daughter's ready and the guy's okay. and the, the, you, yeah. yeah. It's a lot that goes into signing off on so completely. you'll you'll be held accountable as the parent if it doesn't go well exactly you know oh my god think
1: about if i gotten pregnant pregnant first time like that would be or
0: or it was you know yeah aggressive or whatever yeah
1: oh god you're right yeah i could have gone a lot of directions yeah um i think she knew i was very like lisa simpson type like honors student she knew i was gonna be responsible play the sax no, flute. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: flute. Perfect. Could have played sex. It's yeah. getting more and more perfect. So the, the comedy began with the divorce. That's that was the nightest.
1: So, because, so my mom was, you know, this kind of like almost hippie trusted me so much, almost the best friend vibe. Ooh, ooh. And then my dad's house was very strict. He married, um, a, a Catholic woman. And then that kind of became part of the vibe of that house was like a lot of rules, very strict to me. They felt like parents and not um not really people whereas my mom almost i mean she i looked at her as my parent but she was so much just herself with Mm. me for better or worse like i really did feel like she was my best friend one of my best friends um but my dad and stepmom it took me many years um you know after high school even to feel like oh i actually know them as people Mm. Um, because they would only show me like the parent mask so what's
0: interesting is that's the more normative
1: exactly. parental
0: experience exactly. and that's what sort have of how mm-hmm. parents do their thing yes and yeah. it's why kids get angry with parents and and it's later they go oh i see who you are i yeah. see what you're
1: doing oh i've seen you with a couple beers now and, oh okay or after I see. or
0: the thing that really breaks it through when people have kids and they're like oh that's okay yeah. this is difficult i get this
1: yeah and as i've gotten older and through therapy i've been able to take a more i think objective look at my parents divorce and for a lot of years, I think I really demonized my dad and stepmom and felt like it was, you know, so selfish and all their fault that my brother and I had to kind of go back and forth between these polar opposite environments every couple of days. Um, but then you get older and like I'm married now and you you have more experiences where you realize like they're they're just people and like nothing's black and white. I don't think either my dad, mom or stepmom are bad people or completely good people. I think Sometimes just in marriages, you go, okay, this right. isn't working. They're doing the best they can. Yeah. Was, yeah you again,
0: and you found forgiveness and peace yeah. with all this. And you yeah. don't feel internally split by it. Because that's the kind of feeling you feel split as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Very which pulled back the, and forth. Which is the next stage towards comedy.
1: Yes. So... I think it was a lot of pent up. Yeah. Like rage and just needing an outlet. I think it was very, um, it could be oppressive at times at my dad's house. There was like no swearing uh, kind of wanting to shelter us. And then my mom's house, it was like, I'd get a swear and kind of do whatever I wanted. So comedy was just this great outlet of like, Oh, I can, I can go say whatever I want and see how people react to it. And, you know,
0: when did that happen? How old were you? 20. When you first did it, mm-hmm. how did you know to go do it?
1: Um, I, I started college as a math major. I thought I wanted to teach high school math and then got to, I think it was calculus three. And my brain was bleeding out of my ears and i hated it so i started doing improv with my university's uh improv troupe and then a few of them would go do open mic and i tried it there and i always feel like if it goes even mildly well the first time you're so you're so addicted like i have to see where this can go so that was kind of my introduction to it
0: so you started with improv and then stand up
1: yeah, I mean, improv- it was very short lived. It was kind of my first dipping my toe into, okay, I'm not doing the math major anymore. Let me start to feel out what it would be like to pursue something creatively, which is what I, I think ultimately always wanted to do. But um, again, being type A, that was terrifying to think about pursuing a career where there's there's no structure in this there's no like you can't major in stand-up comedy nobody tells you okay you do this and then you go to this next school for two years and then you just do it for 30 years professionally like no that doesn't happen no yeah
0: you just like vagrants you run around from place to place
1: oh god just fucking every horrible comedy club and and then you'll get kind of discouraged i think early on because you'll see guys who have been on the road for like 30 years which you think is your goal and then some of these people, it's just like, there's fucking ranch coming out of their pores. Like they just, their skin just like looks like breaded chicken. Like they just look so malnourished and like haven't. It's like they haven't
0: seen the sun in a while.
1: Yeah. Just like gray. They, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm like this young, this young girl. I could probably do anything. And yet I'm like in North Dakota. So
0: what is that? What's the hook?
1: It's the best feeling in the world.
0: When, it when you kill. <laughs> Yeah. so so yeah. It, and sometimes and, and the killing comes sort of randomly doesn't it so yeah it's the ultimate reinforcement so random events segregate uh, random events that that uh reinforce is yeah. the most powerful reinforcer most powerful so if you get reinforced every time it's not as powerful if you're just randomly reinforced oh yeah then it's oh, your, yeah. you're really hooked because which one is it going to be the one
1: exactly I think the longer you do it hopefully the more consistent you feel that the sets are going well but you still I mean I've been doing it for 10 years now, and I still always have my fair share of, like, a shitty bar show, or I just started doing colleges, which is kind of a weird experience, because it's usually for, like, 40 kids who are 18, and you're like, hey, like, vodka's crazy, and they're like, we don't, what? Like, we're the kids, we're here at your show because we're not going out and drinking, like, you understand you're for, like, the... You're not for like the fun. Bring them the football you know? material. <laughs> They'll love it. I know it's been, it, They've been pretty good experiences so far. But um. Well, yeah, but hang on, because most
0: comedians are avoiding colleges because they're such unforgiving environments. What's going on?
1: You know, I have so far I haven't been doing. Uh, are you are you
0: millennial technically? Technically, yeah. I'm 30. Can you relate to that population that's that's in college, or you feel different
1: at times? I think some of my material I can connect to them with, but also. You know I've been with my husband now we've been together for like over seven years so sometimes when I'm doing comedy clubs in LA my material resonates well with like 40 plus people because it's it's domestication type of joke about like your husband you know not clipping his toenails and like shooting with the door open and we're, you know stuff that older couples are like oh yeah yeah we get that yeah but um
0: so what do you do for college
1: i mean i still kind of just do my act (laughs) i'm like oh they'll fade in and out i i try not to talk down to them i know that's a big thing is like they don't want you to go in and be like oh how old are you guys they just want to feel like
0: but offensiveness being offensive is such the oh yeah the big pc thing yeah it's the uh the, the terminal crime
1: i check beforehand with the college advisor i'm like are there any language restrictions and so far they've said no. This is a pretty liberal college, do but what you, you say, want. But
0: if you say topic restrictions, they're uh, they're very vague.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I but I don't none of my jokes are ever like like race based or anything. I think the only thing that could make a college student, an 18-year-old uncomfortable is like a dirty sex joke. Potentially if they're very sheltered or something like that, but um I don't know that it would ever be considered like offensive it's just like oh
0: that. so easy did you see the uh, Alec Baldwin roast yet? no I didn't yeah. see it yet
1: what did you see it and uh, like yeah
0: because uh, Corolla tipped me off that it was oh. it was, the, 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 was it a good one? the dogs were out yeah Ooh. yeah
1: what was like a great joke from it or who um, did well?
0: well uh, uh, Nikki Glazer killed.
2: Yeah, I love her. Uh, Corolla
0: did a good job. And at the end of his little thing, he goes, I got to rant for a second. He goes, hey, all you fuck sticks out there. <laughs> this is our safe bay. If you're offended by any of this. And they were deeply offensive. A lot of trans stuff. Oh, Because okay, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner was there. And she oh, okay, t- she okay. took it and they acknowledge that she really was a good sport about it because yeah. you know, this is our safe this is comedy comedy if you're offensive go you know we go. need it yeah, yeah. and yeah. so I think since Dave Chappelle I think the pendulum is moving a little bit mm, so comedy be nice. can be comedy again yeah god v- did nice. you see the Dave Chappelle special you, you not yet you owe yourself I'm like halfway
1: one. through Bill Burr's you went, there's, there's so
2: many so, all so, the time yeah Bill it's Burr to
0: seemed to be bouncing off Chappelle in my, my opinion okay yeah and um, good it's yeah. On. It's on again. It's comedy can be comedy again.
1: Yeah, we need it.
0: <laughs> yeah, agreed. So it's all trauma light for you, huh?
1: I suppose on the spectrum of what trauma can be for, for
0: you, was it intense?
1: I think so. I mean, I think those years I was really unhappy for the time that I I had to go back and forth between the houses and just you I,
0: mentioned rage,
1: rage. Yeah, I uh, I felt. I think those years are very important socially when you're in middle school high school there's so much importance placed on being with your friends and not being left out and kind of being able to go do whatever thing is happening and uh when i would go to my dad's i kind of felt like i couldn't do that i felt a little bit separated from people and were you depressed probably yeah that makes sense it's hard to know but how did you manifest
0: the rage were you a mean girl
1: no no were you the was I what
0: the object of mean girl
1: um I mean because
0: sometimes when kids are struggling kids
1: can be mean yeah 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 Yeah. I mean when I was like in elementary school I remember running into a couple mean girls because I was very I was just very innocent and nice and just wanted to I think be friends with everybody but um I don't know probably not more than like the typical young girls being gossipy and shitty a lot of (laughs) gossip Right, like you're just everybody's constantly talking shit about everybody behind their backs. I
0: think gossip can be very um, um, aggressive. Mm. It, it can be a way of expressing rage. For
1: yeah, sure. yeah. The the rage stuff. I don't think you would ever watch my comedy and go like, oh, she's. I'm not like a female Bill Burr. Uh. There's no like anger on stage really. But um, I think like when uh, when my husband and I got together, he's been sober now for three years, but there's a stretch of time in our relationship where he wasn't sober and um our fights would just get so angry and i didn't realize i was capable of like feeling so angry uh so i don't know i just think the older you get you can see a window into like oh maybe that's i have some pent up anger that was one of your parents an alcoholic addict no Mm. neither Hmm. of them interesting (laughs) Mm. and you know what's so funny because i was listening to uh, the jessa reed episode Mm. before i came on and i love jessa and uh you know you listen to like the shit that jess has been through and i'm like oh you're i mean i get why you would be like oh trauma light compared to jess comparatively yeah
0: jessica just keeps going (laughs) it's
1: just bottomless yeah bottomless bottoms yeah (laughs) um and i felt that too when i met Um, my husband because his his upbringing was very traumatic and abusive Mm. and i don't think that should ever like minimize what you went through but it did make me go oh wow i'm i'm so fortunate to have had two parents who despite no longer being married yeah gave me unconditional love
0: are you a caretaker
1: yeah yeah i would say that's
0: a codependency That stuff
1: yeah 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 um definitely uh for those years before my husband got sober was just kind of like trying to navigate how do I do this I never left like we never broke up Hmm. but there were times where I I should have probably left and been like you need to figure this out in order for us to be together that's how it works yeah what does he do for a living he's also a comedian
0: oh perfect Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I was just thinking (laughs) there's some
1: trauma in the making I'm sure (laughs) I'll see see
0: what's going on Hmm. and let's get back to the show well, let's uh, help the peeps, and let's look let's at some some uh, videos. Uh, do we do the
1: clips now, or do we do... Let's do, let's do
0: some emails, maybe. Just let's start out okay. light and easy.
1: A little light. Should I put these headphones on? Yeah, because we hear well, have to some, hear about uh, people some... floating and shit in the sewer yeah, or whatever. Yeah, if you want to see those, Talk we can... About? We can, uh, Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all set. Thank really? you. Uh, Say the word. We could have them ready. Oh, God, no. no, no Here's no, no, no. a
0: question. Uh, is there a scientific explanation for my my viewers have command of the english language they have a special way of communicating Firm grip. okay here we go is there a medical explanation for post nut clarity i always feel like my i have hyper clarity of thought after making white whether with someone or by myself making White. yes that's my that's, that's a new that's one our, i haven't heard that people that's a that's really a Kreischer uh Segura mm-hmm. thing yeah yeah um yeah there's the serotonin surge afterwards for some people can improve their mood and and this, this nor norinergic surge and serotonergic surge that can give you a sense of hyper focus sure a lot of people get sleepy afterwards, but your your brain's in a different state, so that makes some yeah. sense yeah <laughs> right uh my situation is my wife has had a friend for ten plus years who's been becoming very unstable. Two months before our wedding, she completely ghosted us, refused to be in our wedding. She has history bouncing between telling us how much she loves her and how great she is and how grateful she is, positive, then out of the blue, things like telling my wife what a terrible friend she is. Mm. Okay. I think she has a borderline personality disorder. I think that's my, right.
1: Uh, my ex had borderline personality disorder.
0: Ex boyfriend? Uh huh. That's unusual in a male.
1: Yeah. That's, I know it's more prevalent in women.
0: It's, but in, and when it happens in males, it is very difficult to deal with.
1: Mm hmm. Sure is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure is. <laughs>
0: we need to know more about you. What are these these guys you pick? What's going on? I know. How'd that happen?
1: I know for having, again, having two parents who gave me. Was it before therapy? Well,
0: it was part love, part abandonment, it was right? before therapy. It was, yeah. My
1: therapist was the reason I realized he had borderline.
0: You sure so. it was? not was like a severe narcissist, a little more common. I mean, the borderline, no, I mean, it was pretty like, textbook. Was it, for a borderline for a male, it be a lot of fabrication, a lot of, you said this to me when you said nothing like it, and that kind of thing.
1: It was, yeah. I mean, we when I did the honeydew with Ryan Sickler we like pulled up the uh, the symptoms as a refresher, and I mean, it really was like every one. When I went into therapy after that relationship had ended, because it was obviously like get together, break up, get together, break up. Finally went to a therapist. Was like, I need to help stop to like stop going back to this, and described him for maybe thirty seconds. She's like, oh, borderline. I was like, what? And then she just opened. And the, not a drug addict um was using w- was using weed as like a, a drug addict would i think but no other really, drugs no there but you know using it to cope okay at yeah. the time i've heard that since he does but oh. i don't know because because
0: addicts can look borderline too if he might be using something else he didn't know it who knows yeah who knows uh what do i think what have you what, we have a bet on if you think she does or she does not choose wisely um, how can we best support her? My wife is deeply hurt by her behavior but doesn't know how best to help her or how to respond to her. At times. There's a book. Oh, look, that's all the borderline stuff. Um, so yes. it's extreme emotional. We're going to read you the, we'll read you the, the characteristics. Fear of abandonment. That's sort of the characteristic of borderline. Yes. Preoccupied with the idea of abandonment. And then they Also,
1: will. fear of being smothered. Correct, like well, fear kind of, of go, kind of going uh, back and forth. Goes
0: back and forth, and they'll cause abandonment. Is what they'll do. Yes, because they're fear of abandonment. Unstable relationship. That's the hallmark. is Self-destructive behavior, shifting self-image. They have an unstable sense of themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, sometimes when you're around them you can think of them as, a diff- as different people. Like they looked yeah. T- yeah, okay. He would
1: call and I would always uh, be like, I'm not exactly sure which version of him I'm going to get.
0: But, ver- but sometimes they almost got like into dissociative, like, whoa, I didn't... Uh, His
1: voice cool. would be like different.
0: There you go. Yeah. Feelings of emptiness, which you know, narcissists feel that explosive anger rage, narcissistic mm-hmm. rage. Inappropriate
1: called. rage. I would feel like yeah. there would be and, times where I'm like, this doesn't make well, sense to be this angry about well, this. Well, they have
0: what's called unregulated hostility. Which is a little different than... They're hostile at times. That's really uncomfortable to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing. Um, So if she meets all those, she's got a borderline disorder in all likelihood. Um, Very common these days, trauma is the antecedent. Very common. Imagine that boyfriend had lots of trauma. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of trauma for the male. Yeah. Yeah. any like was it like religious trauma like the priest no medical or... like
1: born oh, yeah. with like yeah, um yeah. Oh, a, like a medical condition that they were thinking he might not live past a certain yeah quite yeah. young age oh. and i mean th- mm. yeah and i i mean have a lot of compassion now but at the time it was very rough to so be so
0: there's a famous book on borderline disorder called i hate you don't leave me hate you don't leave me, you, don't leave me. <laughs> that is the book did you read that book <laughs> oh, i did and did it help
1: yeah i so mean I it changed, changed my book. life
0: i would read that book and the the key with borderline is to just stay Centered <laughs> to like stay stable. Don't don't yeah. you know, don't feed into any of this.
1: Also, the book "Stop Walking on Eggshells" was really helpful. Yeah,
0: that can be helpful. So, okay, what's up, down, Sometimes when girls on top of me, especially in reverse cowgirl, my left ball ends up under my skin above my dick. Yeah, 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 can be quite painful. I have to push the ball back down into my sack. You don't know about this
1: above uh, your dick.
0: So it literally will sort of roll back up into the inguinal canal where you can get a hurt. And it sort of pulls back up in there for some guys. And, oh, that's and so it, high up. And, yeah. And if there's a pelvis coming down, it can <gasps> squash things. Oh. And so you can push it back down. It doesn't really mean anything.
1: How do you do it? How do you push it? Is just it like with you...
0: Just with a finger. Just oh, push, push I was picturing down. like
1: you have to like sneeze and like... Yeah. <laughs> like. Like hold, a lot of like core hold, work. Hold to... your nose.
0: Hold your <laughs> yeah. nose.
1: <and> yeah. <laughs> I didn't picture like pushing it. Your
0: eardrums pop out. Ball yeah. goes
1: down. Perfect. It's you know, it's a trade off.
0: Uh, I don't have any medical insurance. I fear I might have my pants too high and tight. No, neither, none of that. Don't worry about it. Uh, do push it down though, because you can get things. You might have a hernia. That's one of the possibilities in all this, but not necessarily. Mm. Uh, okay, let's hear some voice messages before we go to video clips for.
3: Oh, God, Our I'm guest. so afraid of what should everybody. be. Oh, no. Well, you should be. My name is Claire. I'm from Chicago. I'm Clara. Um, I just had a question about m- my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He has uh, manic depressive, sort of Ooh. bipolar, been diagnosed with borderline personality. All right. But right. I've got an expert more here. more and more often <laughs> I'm noticing his manic episodes and how he's treating me during them. It's becoming like very emotionally affecting on me. And I'm wondering if there's any tips that you have for dealing with someone in the midst of a manic episode. Uh, I've controlled his meds or at least counted them. Yeah. Um, I've advised that he goes to therapy, but he'll make up any excuse not to do what I say. Oh, oh his alcohol use increases, his drug use increases, especially in marijuana, which I understand is fine for most people.
2: Not for, but, a gentle, um, a for him. For him, it just seems
3: like yeah. everything he does is very yeah. urgent. Um, so, if you have any advice on that, that would be great. Thank you so much. Love your show.
0: Okay uh without being facetious because i could you know say turn and run but yeah but you should go to a program called Al-Anon i think the addiction is probably more of an issue here than you realize uh somebody with this kind of brittle disorder who's also using is in serious trouble what is so,
1: what is brittle disorder like what is um what do you mean by that
0: well when the mood swings are bad enough that i mean she sounds like he gets aggressive yeah. and violent and and really truly she calls them manic episodes not hypomanic episodes so you worry that he's really he's a certainly not uh stabilized and he's not either not following up or not taking his meds properly and he's using substances on top of that got it in addition to having a mood disturbance he may have a personality disorder a lot of overlap between bipolar and borderline i'm sure you can kind of see that Uh the moods are all over the place with borderlines yeah if you have a true manic episode that is a hypo that is bipolar disorder bipolar one but sometimes it can be the drugs that induce it so it's it's very very complicated as long as he's using this is going to be a nightmare so mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying go to Alan and get some support. That's about all you can do, and then make sure he follows up with his doctor. And you can re- always report to his doctor what's going on. If things get a- and don't don't be afraid to call um, reinforcement. I mean, if there's domestic violence, report it. I mean, just let let the yeah. a- axe fall where it needs to fall. If he's not taking care of himself and his behaviors as a result are becoming dangerous or illegal, put put the axe down. Yeah. That's it. He's got to have consequences, or this will never change.
1: Oh yeah, did she say boyfriend or husband?
0: You guys hear it? That's just boyfriend. 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 Yeah. Boyfriend.
1: yeah I uh, mean.
0: And you've been there. What would you say? I've been
1: there. I, to me, if they are willing to change and work on it, then I think that's a reason to stay. If they're yep. not, then I think you need to take care of yourself and go. I mean, that's the difference between my ex and my husband is like, my husband got to a place where he's like, I do need help. I'm going to get sober. And he has been now for almost three years. But like he went to AA and got in therapy. Whereas my ex... He knew that there was something wrong with him, but there was, no, I mean, there still, at least at that time, this was, God, like eight years ago, there was a lot of resistance to actually so, fixing it. So
0: there, the, some of the resistance comes from, in, in bipolar disorder, you can develop something called anisognosia, where you don't see what's happening. You don't have insight into oh, what's mm-hmm. happening. And with personality disorders, you literally believe the problem is the world, not you. So why should you change? Because the problem is everything around you. Yeah. And that's very unpleasant. Yeah. One more voice message. Let's get one in here before I torture.
4: Uh, (laughs) My name is Steve. I have a relationship question. Um, I'm in a long distance relationship. um, And we have a lot of FaceTime sex. But I also have been slapping my dick to all types of porn. (laughs) So... Sometimes the FaceTime sex doesn't go how it should. FaceTime? Anyway, I just want your opinion on whether or not I should be slapping my dick
1: he to all saying?
4: types of porn. Hits in- on me if you're hydrated. Beat me till completion. is it interesting. <laughs> I, I, I know.
1: Uh, that your mom's house community of people is just...
0: Don't blame me That's for that. Real chance, Segura and Christina. <laughs> I know. But but <sighs> I, I love the way when people use these very strange and inappropriate turns of phrase, they they always double down on it. Exactly, they're staying with it, they're committing.
1: Just to make sure you heard me, yeah. I said uh, slapping my dick to all kinds of porn. I just so did you, did you hear?
0: I I heard, <laughs> and I think he said he was having like performance dysfunction when he FaceTimed somebody, his girlfriend, I imagine.
1: Like he's coming. So frequently from porn right. that by the time it comes to like jerking off with Facetime sex, excuse me, it's taking too use the long. proper phrase. When it comes to slapping his dick, yeah, to all you. kinds of porn, it takes longer. I'm so you. sorry
2: that thank was you. that was uncalled
0: for. Uh, and and he's <laughs> like he has no chi left. His all exactly. the chi is left his body It's drained, it's drained from his and, chakras from and, slapping his
2: dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, <laughs> if there is um. Okay, then you know the answer. Slow down on the porn. Yeah. And if you can't, that cool means it. there's an addiction. If you have a sexual addiction, uh, you need to go cold turkey. You might look at SA or SLA. There's good programs out there that can help you out. Uh, 12-step does help. A lot of guys have porn addiction. It's a very common thing these days. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's unpleasant to have to go out and do 12-step and sort of admit it. But you'll find a very supportive group of people that have the same problem. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a tough problem when people really have it. But in the meantime... Go cold, jer- cold. <laughs> cold jerky. Cold jerky. Thank
4: you very much.
1: Uh, my days. I'll made. be here all night. So <laughs> let's uh, let's look at a little video,
4: shall we? Oh no. Okay. So okay. Um, I went deep into the vaults because mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I feel like there's a lot of old stuff that you haven't seen. Uh, indeed. Um. So there's this god, really, god. really interesting YouTuber uh, that offers medical advice. Oh my god. And I would like to see at what point you start disagreeing with her. Her name is Rain Florence. Rain? Uh, Rain Florence. Already not a fan. And Kelsey hasn't seen any
0: of this, don't forget. We may have to show her the cesspool material too.
1: You guys are
4: really going to like her.
0: Okay, but do we have a stopwatch going? Because it may be pretty quick.
4: Oh, (laughs) Uh, I guarantee it'll be very fast. (laughs) All right, here we go. Hello,
5: everybody. Rain Florence. Welcome to my channel. Well, today is all about gargling with urine.
1: Oh. Okay.
5: A lot of people have written in to ask me, am I still practicing urine therapy? Still. Well, actually, no, I'm not. Uh But I plan to start again. Oh, of course. I plan to start again because I have a cold. Mm.
1: Oh, my. Urine has ammonia
5: in it and it has antibodies. Uh,
1: Basically, whatever is
5: going on in your body, it's in your urine concentrated no, so uh, what? That, it doesn't have really work like that it can fight off this illness and if you take a little swig and gargle with it sometimes it can help
0: with a cough
1: what okay. sort of backcountry fuckery is this <laughs> like you'd know I know right <laughs> I'm like wow no I am not you're right I am not as white trash as say, I thought I, I'm you not say? fucking
0: You play the flute.
1: (laughs) play the flute for fuck's sake. Yeah. This bitch is gargling pee. So the whole
0: concept is off. Um, The idea of something in your throat curing a cough in your lungs. uh, Did
1: Jessa Reed teach her this? Is this why? Maybe she did.
0: We'll bring Jessa back. Looking for meth. Yeah. Check this out. There is meth in urine and meth in semen, so be careful now. Uh, mm, yeah. but the antibodies that might be flying around in urine aren't going to do very much. Uh, your immune system is not just antibodies. There's a whole army of cells and
4: things that are that are dispatched. So the ammonia oh. won't do anything either?
0: The ammonia will if you swallow it cause uremia eventually oh. because, because oh. one of so the that's key That's a bad thing? Bad thing. One of the key uh, sort of goals of urine is to expel expel. No, the, Oh, the, I just your, said toxins
1: and you don't, yeah, don't like that word. No, okay. No.
0: okay. Because uh, toxins are some more complicated topic, okay. Um, but it's just the ammonia as she's talking about is actually what will accumulate and cause uremia. What uh, happens
1: when you have uremia? Oh,
0: it can cause cardio, it, all kinds of problems. It's kidney failure essentially. Oh. I mean, one of the key things in, in clear that clear when you you, you know yeah. that you need for your kidney function is these break prod, protein breakdown break products, ammonia, yeah. and then they accumulate. You can infl- inflame the lining of your heart. You can cause pericarditis. You can oh cause all kinds God. of crazy shit. So it's not good for y'all. I mean, it's why you can't survive on your urine very long out at sea, right? Yeah, you yeah. Eventually, you're not putting out the urine. The, the, um, it's like, right. I've got to try this. I've
5: got to try it on camera for the first oh time. Oh, my God. Garbling the urine.
1: <gasps> no.
2: Kelsey? Oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be. welcome to uh, After Dark. Here God we go. Here we go. So
1: this is. Oh, oh, way too much. <laughs> way too much. I sleep in a tent at night. And
5: of so course you do. There are mosquitoes here. And so. I urinate in Why
0: do you have a cough?
5: A container like this overnight.
0: She's been accumulating. <sighs> <I don't
5: know. laughs> and, oh, damn it. Yep. You know, some people say this is gross, this is nasty, but you know. <laughs> oh, no, some people. Some, some people say. What is gross is antibiotic, antibiotic resistance. What is gross is having to go to a hospital and be hooked up to an
0: IV. Which is something that it sounds like has happened to her. For sure. It. A thousand yes. percent. Yeah. Uh, I I can't oh She swallowed it.
5: Okay, so what does it taste like? <laughs> it kinda of really tastes a little bit like beer.
0: Oh uh, because she's drinking all the time. <sighs> it doesn't really
5: taste bad it doesn't really taste good. Kinda of has just like a mellow flavor.
2: Uh Ooh,
0: i have to try it no no I, way not even chance
1: look at her dead eyes
0: yeah she's
1: fuck uh, the, the light behind her is eyes is gone
0: what is going on under the talter t- d- it's like that is. she
1: cut a like sleeve of a curtain and just <laughs> tied it around her titties where is this does it say where she's from at all uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to guess Portland.
0: <laughs> uh, Spok- you think? Spokane.
1: Spokane, yeah, L- yeah. Let's
0: set the whole scene, though. Look uh, to her, over her left shoulder there. Is that a pile of diapers in the background or something? What Jeez. is that?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, somebody I think she's recycling
4: going... for her next video, or she's, she's uh, stockpiling. Composting the next in her video, bedroom,
0: yeah. if that's her bedroom. But she lives in a tent. This is somebody else's place that she's wow. drinking her urine. And, see, I, and look, it's a sliding glass door to that bed. Oh, my God. Isn't that weird?
1: I feel like this is lemonade in Florida you know like yeah, wherever yeah. this is this is just like you're I right like what people no. do they just
0: Kelsey you're right Germany or Florida that's yes. the question is this yes. happening in Germany <laughs> or Florida and I think Florida I'm tasting Florida here
1: oh yeah
2: Florida
0: beer they call it
2: wow
4: is there more to this uh, epic I mean, that's the gist of it. I have a follow-up uh, video with. I mean, there's a ton of videos that Rain Florence has made, but uh, I think we'll be revisiting G- those in the future. Give us one more. I got. I got to have more. We need to know more.
1: I mean, yeah, I do. I am a little curious yeah, now. We're curious
4: about
0: her now. I'm
1: so horrified. Not
0: necessarily. You don't have to get into the urine or the or the the brown or. Well, here we have one
4: more clip in this. Series.
0: Just something to tell us about. i don't her.
5: see how it does for my
0: cough.
5: Uh. I might do it a couple more times. But <laughs> I just want to put this video out there so that you know if you're struggling with a cough. If you're struggling with allergies, you know, it's medicine of life right here in your urine. <laughs> Fuck your Benadryl. What huh? does
0: she call it? Something life. Medicine of, li- of life. Medicine of life? Y'all don't call need a Claritin?
4: Pee. Just piss. <laughs>
0: So give us one more Come on We need to one, know more about her
4: um, Just something that Well see I'm in mean, the process Of just redoing the database so oh, This is just You know I'm starting at the beginning This Just is anything
0: about her If you can come up with it Just We need that. to know Like where she lives Yeah or, All right, give Do me you think second. she's
1: on drugs Right now Like as she's doing this Well I
0: get the drug addict Vibe from her too But no not loaded
1: She's so emaciated
0: I get yeah, I get drug addict vibes somehow, but it's it, there's gonna be a more complicated story, I promise. All right, what else you got for us while we wait for more? What's her
4: name again? Rain. Rain Florence. Rain, Rain Florence. Mm. Um oh, let we see will what we will
0: bring you Rain Florence. <laughs> Here I we promise. go. I promise.
4: All right, here's uh you know here's some stuff on uh, on the dating scene. Let me know if you guys agree with this stuff. Oh boy.
6: Okay. Listen, man, I had to make this video because too many niggas is talking against the beauty of eating ass with all these dumbass arguments about like your shit in there or this and that man i think if you could eat pussy you could eat ass eating ass is right around the corner like the booty hole right around no. the corner hold on slow him. up so yeah. hold, on a second. Hold, hold on hold them hold them one place you could go to the next door neighbor it's not that hard no
1: no 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 no, no, no assholes in a very different neighborhood it,
0: it, it well it's a, it, it is a different neighborhood but it's nearby and uh fan not fan not fan, not fan. Not uh, fan. roll that back a little bit what would he keep some words to live by what did he
6: say listen man i had to make this video because yeah. too many niggas is talking against the beauty of eating the ass the, the beauty, with the all beauty. These ass keep going keep going arguments about like your shit in there or this and that man yeah, there is. i think if you could eat pussy you could eat ass, ah, ass. Words
0: to live by, right there. there I, want the, t-shirt. I want the t shirt. I want the bumper sticker. Yep. Yep.
1: I want the coffee mug.
4: Yep. There you go. That's it. If you can. What's his name? Uh, Do you have a name? No, just uh, I support eating ass guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I have it. That um,
6: looks very sober. I personally think, just by like, the biology and the anatomy of it, I think God would like it was clearly meant for us to eat oh, ass. That's why oh. ass is fine we got the cushion. You got like cushion, <laughs> so when you put your head in it like you be safe like no harm could come your way while you eat and that's because you be safe in the cheeks you know?
1: when like I, an airplane neck fella aren't you
6: in love is this the best guy ever he's, he's thought I mean, it he's all through come on be, like, i think it could be like a spiritual thing for yes like, <laughs> this as guy's as you for go you let me wow. you know? like your eyes start glowing you go super saiyan and shit, man like niggas don't realize how divine and yeah and ass Damn. can really be because they they're too scared.
0: This guy, he's not gonna cause any problems with his with his behavior. No. He's I only mean, gonna help. Somebody's gonna like this.
1: And he's somebody, really spreading joy. I mean somebody for
0: everybody.
4: And I like that he's like figured out there's a pillow that God,
0: <laughs> God meant you to eat ass. We got
4: uh, we got the Ooh. other and uh uh the other side of this argument well. Oh not the other side of well, the hear other that. Ju- the
0: other lane of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh oh.
2: Um, hi. So. Oh, she looks very uh, disturbed. This video is my official review <clears throat> of eating ass.
0: Okay. Yeah. Go please. For it. I want to hear it. Um,
2: hi. So, uh, this video is my oh, whoops, official. me. Week- weekend recently, I um had the pleasure <laughs> of eating ass. Oh, she's People a... have asked huh. me, Vanessa, why. And I say one Vanessa? they have asked me, How was it? And I have given lots of thought to this question, and I have decided (laughs) that it would be best that I just make a general review. The spiritual? Thank you so much for this. First of all, Kelsey's going to try it out now. The experience, Taking a, a 6.5 out of 10. Oh, 6.5. I Half rated point. it a 6, but I gave it ah, some thought, uh, I think a 6.5 uh, <laughs> is more good. fitting. Uh, the internet is killing, uh, it. it's destroying a generation. like, the now. The pros of eating ass are the other person will enjoy it. Okay. Not everybody will enjoy it, but a lot of people do. Okay. Sure. Another pro is that it doesn't taste bad. Most people Uh. think that it tastes bad, or we're advocating a shower. And hold on a second, hold on. There is something called
0: oral fecal transmission of infectious diseases, which is the leading—it's the leading means of transmitting infectious disease in the world. We don't have a lot of it here, but there. Well, it's because of contaminated water primarily. The fecal material gets in the water. And also, asshole. Well, we call it the oral fecal route, but it doesn't. I'm sure when the professors of medicine determined called it such they weren't thinking about eating ass so much
1: right, right, right. so much and now uh, the youth is yeah, just
0: well they're ruined all day every but, day but i want you to notice again over the left shoulder i'm trying to figure out what is going on over there can you see My that god it's like yeah. she's a cartoonist or something
1: <laughs> what? i also love how she left music playing in the background oh like, of course we need to put a music butt under this psa it's Gotta set the mood. We gotta set the tone. Same
0: Stephanie? Is that right?
4: Uh, I'm not sure about that. I think this is like her first year in college. I think this might be her dorm or something. It Says yeah, green
0: okay. in in that cartoon behind her. Green Nikes. and in green. Strangely enough. <laughs> well, I've had her, is her name Stephanie, right? I've had about enough. Probably. I mean, but good. Yeah, good, good, good head on her
4: shoulders, though, right?
0: Huh? Good head on her shoulders. Ah, oh, She aims to please. She doesn't uh, hurting anybody. <laughs> She's got a relaxed. I, I don't. Relax, I don't really. I'm a little confused whether it was a male or female who enjoyed her. Um, behavior?
1: That's a good point. It's kind of interesting. I could see either, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: but uh, she didn't kind of wax quite with the same poetry that our first man did.
1: Way preferred the first guy. Yeah, I
0: did too. Eloquent. All right, you got anything more for us? You got any more rain Florence? (laughs) Come on, are we done? I don't know if I can
1: handle more
0: Well, maybe we ought to just just do a a glimpse of the cesspool for for Kelsey so she understands. Just a glimpse, just a little snapshot of it. Just a frozen frame even. Just to let her know. Uh, in, the the in, in the meantime, we can maybe listen to a voice. Oh, uh, there it is.
1: No, yeah. no, no.
0: Yeah, it's our favorite. No, Yeah, oh, leather no! outfits, it's beyond. Just pretend it's not, pretend it's a mud bath. Pretend it's not shit. Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: it's
0: too much, isn't it?
1: Why? Okay, stop,
0: stop. I like the way it's called the live leak.
1: What How is hell? he alive? Yeah,
4: that's on the website.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: How is he alive? tell me this we just I, talked about i I'm, I'm, I'm more
0: interested in how is how does he exist
1: yeah how does that I mean, exist how yeah. do you become that right you know yeah. you got to get him on the show Oh, done if you want done. trauma
0: done and done yeah yeah talk about a little when i when i asked you about how you acted out your rage it was things like that i had in mind so oh no i wasn't
1: floating nothing, and shit nothing but like that.
4: here drew i actually have one more uh, oh. uh voicemail that i think might yes yes accurate. i thought i was going to ask for please all right. Then uh, then the beginning's for, a little distorted, but I think it's a good, I think it's a good question. Okay. Hey, think Dr. Joe, it's Dominic from Milwaukee. Here in Milwaukee, we've had four cases where people have died from uh, not nicotine, but the THC cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. But now since that's been happening, everybody's been saying that... Nicotine's bad for you,
2: yeah. and all yeah. these
4: jewels are going to be killing people.
3: Just wanted to get what your input was on this. Okay, beat on me, uh, beat me. Fist, me, fist on me. Yeah,
0: whatever. Thank you. <laughs> just a greeting. It's just a greeting here. To, to your mom's house. Just relax, Kelsey. Don't be more like your mom. That's all. Uh, so so uh, here's the deal. Here are the facts. All the, what happened in those situations where people developed respiratory failure was because they in so far every single case was involved a thc product most of them were black market products that rather than completely volatilizing the product it turned into an oil the oil was inhaled and covered all the the little sacs in your lung remember Mm -hmm. your physiology Mm -hmm. every single one was coated with oil so they did not work so you could not oxygenate so the lungs failed and there's no way to restore oxygenation once that happens you're done and so these people were dying because there was such limited ability, limited oxygen exchange across the uh, alveolar membrane. Of that that's what's called. Now, uh, the there's been and continues to be a weird moral panic around nicotine products. with Joule. every research product that every medical research uh, publication that has come out evaluating the vaped nicotine products as a smoking cessation product superior to everything else. Tobacco is the problem. Nicotine is harmless for adults. Harmless, harmless, harmless. Which is why we routinely will addict people to the nicotine gum to get them off tobacco, which is tobacco is a a shit show. Tobacco causes heart disease, emphysema, and lung cancer of various types. Tobacco is the problem. Mouth cancers, tongue cancers. It's tobacco. Nicotine is what addicts, and so people confuse the addictive chemical with the ill effects of the tobacco. So you can take nicotine all you want. It's actually a good weight loss product in in reality. (laughs) What we don't know is the real impact of addicting adolescents to nicotine. Hmm. So the concern had been that these flavored products were directed at adolescents. That is a legitimate concern. I support the government having shut that all down because the the companies were given an opportunity to change their, their marketing. They did not shut down the flavored products, there had been a couple of adverse lung reactions with flavored products as well, so let them do the studies now to see, evaluate all this. It'll take take some time. In the meantime, the nicotine products remain available. Keep using the nicotine products if you're a tobacco smoker. Nothing could be worse than people returning to tobacco. This uh-huh. is a weird moral panic that is not built on any science. It is fake news for the most part. You notice how all the vape stories about the lung cancer, can- the lung uh, shutdowns, yeah. the lung respiratory failures. They don't even tell you that it was all THC products. All of them.
1: Oh, I, all yeah. All them. I had no had clue.
0: Nothing to do with nicotine. So, all right. Good, wow. good, good thing. Here's one last email. I've been dating my girlfriend for three and a half years. She is significantly younger, seven years. Had a few boyfriends before me but was a virgin when we began dating. I've had about a dozen sexual partners. Been successful experiences, most of them. She wanted to wait until she was married but after dating three years she decided she was ready. We've been having oral sex pretty much since we started dating i've tried many forms of stimulation help pick out vibrators encourage her to explore herself maybe some form of therapy due to her anxiety i try to be supportive but it's frustrating not be able to have your partner have an orgasm oh my so gosh. this is a common thing yeah. um, and if she's young No, she will have an orgasm eventually. That will happen. Um, Does it say how old she is? It doesn't. It says she's younger. If she's in her teens or early 20s, it's not uncommon for some women to have really difficulty achieving orgasm. Yeah. You you want to give any worldly advice as a female?
1: Uh, You know, in my younger relationships, I remember like I would orgasm, but it wasn't... I know that as I got older and I figured out more like what felt good for me, then I would be able to come... Like oh like I come really easily now like mm. I can with intercourse
0: or with oral sex uh both both which is which is a very relatively small percentage yeah of women.
1: easier in intercourse or masturbating than through oral sex interesting but um, can you have multiple orgasms oh yeah yeah so I usually like so, have multiple throughout okay yeah. so
0: women that can orgasm with intercourse often can have multiple and yeah. some some that have multiple multiple find oral sex very unpleasant. So the more multiple you come, the more the oral sex becomes unpleasant. But that's a very small percentage. Most women cannot orgasm with intercourse and require oral sex or some kind of direct stimulation. Interesting. That's most.
1: I honestly can usually have about 10 in... You're pissing
0: people off now. (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. I'm just bragging a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, But I don't like... But oral is not a go to for me, like to yeah. be done to me. It's not, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So I, if
0: I... You get more that way. It, it, that's sort of the, the alchemy of all this,
2: huh? Uh, I but, did not this, know that.
0: but this woman is not going to have an orgasm with intercourse ever. That's not going to happen for her. When she does wow. have an orgasm, it's going to be through some sort of direct stimulation. My bet is she, you're trying too hard, it makes her anxious. You're probably overstimulating. You have to be a little much, much, much more gentle. Maybe yeah. read on the topic. Um, but you know, it, it, it'll it don't don't put all the heat on her. It it will, uh yeah. it, will, it will come around.
1: So. We actually we just bought sex toys for the first time in our relationship. I have never owned a sex toy because the first time I've talked about this before on podcasts. Uh, the first time I tried masturbating, I used my mom's like handheld manicure tool mm. as a dildo and i didn't know i was allergic to latex Ooh. and my uh vagina swelled shut and I had to go to the mm. emergency room mm. so i for like 10 years was like traumatized mm. uh didn't want to do anything and just recently bought like a vibrator and all this stuff i'm like oh this is amazing but for a long time i was terrified
0: did, did i hear you have a ibs too i some do with yes
1: that? yes mm. yes Did Good you times. hear the shitting in a box story i did
0: hear that story <laughs> thanks
1: <laughs> My glory's on the internet.
0: Uh, yeah, the um, podcast. You don't share the, it here.
1: <laughs> the uh, the masturbation story is on YouTube. With this is not happening on Comedy Central.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so now everything's good. Everything's good in your marriage and stuff. Everything's it's great. Working out, so? Yeah,
1: we've uh, we've been married for three months now. Recently married. Um, But we also, we have an open relationship, which uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with like my parents' divorce and all of like what my perspective is now on that. So you're
0: fearful of overcommitting?
1: I think I'm fearful to think that for sure only one person could make me happy for the rest of my life. Mm. And I don't know if that has to do with divorce or just this generation. I think it's a little bit more, uh, I don't know, aware and looking around going, oh, the divorce rate's really high. I would like for this to work out for the rest of my life, but I also think a big reason why sometimes marriages don't is because people put a lot of pressure on one person m- being it forever and not having a- any other experiences. When, when
0: kids get involved, it's a little more important to create stability. Sure, yeah, and, I get that. And you got to realize there are armies of people trying to help two people have a relationship. When you yeah. bring more people in, it goes...
2: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Very
0: complicated. And plus, it's that. really hard to predict what feelings are going to emerge.
1: I agree. When yeah, you're yeah, intimate
0: yeah. with other people. And, and so it puts things at risk. Yeah. Fine. But if you have kids, you don't want to take that risk.
1: I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I, we still don't know if we want to have kids. But if we do, I get how that maybe would not continue uh, yeah. the open part. But like, I'm young and he's young and I met him really young too. I met him a lot younger than I anticipated meeting somebody I wanted to be this serious with. And so I like having the arrangement we have. But Do
0: you get jealous if he's with somebody else?
1: You know, we don't talk about it. We don't share. So that's kind of the big part. Don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we don't do it. We don't want it to it. works make so well e- for the military. Yeah. It so well. It's good to adopt. that. <laughs> Thank you. It's really smart. Uh, we don't want to make each other jealous. We don't want to cause either person pain. It's just more like if you want to be able to have an experience that, isn't going to like negatively impact our relationship then you know do your thing
0: you just never know though yeah that's the hard part and no you don't worry about stis or anything everybody's
1: i mean we've just told each other like if you're going to do something be safe and wear a condom um i'm I'm sure that does like make more of a risk but
2: i don't know that
0: it it, that's I feel like I'm your high school <laughs> sex ed teacher. That's where the risk comes from. It does not make more of a risk because you have no risk if you're not doing that. It okay, makes true. the risk. Yes, yes, there's yes, a yes. risk. Yes. Okay. All right. We will. We will. We will leave it there. Uh, is there more to get to uh, to plug? To what?
1: plug, um, self-helpless podcast. Uh, my Instagram's at Kelsey Cook Comedy. Twitter's at Kelsey Cook, and website is kelseycook.com for tour dates.
4: Great great uh, to have you oh sorry uh one more clip to, to lead us out oh go, go ahead and uh Dude. and do your end plugs this will play you out drew uh
0: okay i want to thank kelsey for being here also uh check out Dr. Duck. Oh, Jesus.
5: no <laughs>
4: Dr.
0: god
1: it's damn it that's
0: cool guy dr.com uh the family of pods that are there check out that Dr. drew podcast adam and drew we've got we're we're we've rebuilt the uh podcast studio for uh Hashtag you live uh, this life podcast and to look for more from that studio as well. We'll check it out. And of course, we'll see you here. See you next time. Bye.